Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey guys, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio Cars, and you know I dig stuff out of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a shop in town specializing in vintage, retro, mid-century collectibles. Everything from toys, games, pinball machines, video games, fashion items, TV lunch boxes, slot cars, models, and more. Bobby, what's the name of that store? The, the cool, cool Shop. Yes, located at 9265 Seminole Boulevard in Seminole, Florida. Give them a shout, 727-201-9489. TheCoolShop.com. The you may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Hey, listen, I don't care where you're going. I've been standing here since 1959. It's a KARZ radio, the Mighty 590. I'm a disc jockey. Under partly cloudy skies, the current temperature in the big town, 79 degrees. You got the tops of the pops, the wax to watch. You got Johnny Hurricane. Brian Edison. Good to meet you, Brian. What's that guy? What's this clown doing? Hey, come here, squirrel. You want to race that thing? Cops, man. Well, there's your first one. Go make an example. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will. It's coming after us. Dead on it. Balls of fire. Hi. Hi. Uh, 
Yeah, it's good to see someone drive one of these in here. Most of them have to be towed. I'm looking for a chassis which I want to stick a big Hemi engine in. You got anything? Cheap. 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 Going racing? Yeah. Pre-war willies rise up like a cutter through ice. Oh, it'd be a miracle just to see one again. Want to see one? Oh, you see one every now and then sitting in an old garage in Rollo, Missouri, or by the side of the road in West Lafayette. Or hidden in a junkyard in Lyons, California. Come here. Come on, come on. It moved. Huh? <laughs> but you ain't gonna sell it, right? Sonny Munn offered me a thousand once. I'm gonna race him. Everybody kind of lost interest in these old hot rods. Right. How about your old Dodge body? You have enough left to bail? Sure, I'd like to see it run again. Especially against Munn. Let's talk. If you beat the Munns, it's yours. Free. It's like the old hot rods. I've seen the pictures. Yeah, every kid used to have one. I'm gonna build a car, too. Just like yours. Yeah. It's looking good, Lefty. What kind of engine you ride? <laughs> Rubber band, I guess. <laughs> it's my first engine, too. Don't wind it too tight. Won't start. This just came in over the CB. Schoolhouse Road is happening. Get on down. Marsden's doing a root beer. Johnny. All clear. Hey, how much are we going for, Brian? Hundred dollars a gear. Calling all cars, calling all cars, leaving a big mug and heading your way. Here come the cops. Let's get out of here. Let me remind you folks, be sure and listen to the Hurricane Sanctuary on KARC Radio Freeline. Let me drive. Takes a lot of strength to depress this clutch. This car can get away from me. None of these local guys never let you take the wheel. They were afraid it would get away from you. Can I see your driver's license, miss? All right. <laughs>
around for years. Thought I'd give the Nationals a shot for once. Yeah, go for it. Treat, you know. Thought I'd see how I did with the big boys. I don't care so much about the Muns. This isn't a beat down. Yeah, I know. I just want a fair shot at winning. Thanks for letting me drive your car. You can't break it any worse than I can. See, the secret of street racing is a mystery to most people. But I gotta figure it out. It's pretty dangerous. Do you want to hear the secret or not? Sure. When it breaks, you build it again. It blows up with a four-barrel car, go do quads. Tap loads up injected. Fix it fast. How far? Thought it's an automatic. Just boring. Sonny Mon from nearby Lions in the mud. A root beer special. He's the number one qualifier with consistent top time. And Brian Edison in the Violet Spring special. The little guy working at home. What a classic showdown we got here. The way we were and the way we are. Number one, number two qualifiers in the heads-up race. You know something's got to give. This match has been building for weeks. There's been heartbreaks, teardrops, nuts, boats, and prayers. I'm broadcasting. Hey, this is Lou Santiago of Car Fix and GarageInsiderTV.com. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Enjoy the show. Okay, listeners, welcome. You are tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers in Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live. Here in the studios in sparkling downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our website, golfstreammotorsports.com. We can find out all kinds of cool stuff. And 
You can visit our podcast page or archive page and listen to all past 340-some-odd shows, which were actually produced right here in this very same studio in downtown Clearwater, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Now, for the social media updates, Bobby, would you like to have the honors as usual? Absolutely. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Is that it? Yep. Um, <laughs> at NRC on air and at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And Instagram being at Gulfstream Motorsports. Oh, yeah. And speaking of Twitter, uh, if you get a chance, check out our Twitter page at NRC on air. And uh, while Bobby and I were driving up to uh, Tarpon Springs this afternoon, there was a gentleman driving a very, very new late model Corvette with the top down, shiny red. And in the passenger seat was a brand new, shiny, unbuilt, true temper wheelbarrow. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he was using his Corvette as an El Camino. So don't forget to check it out. See, which goes to prove that, you know, once top down, you can put just about anything in your car. Anyway, how about that? Okay, so anyway, yeah, hey, so uh, welcome all my listeners. We got a real busy evening. We have uh, two, possibly three guests coming on because there's... Uh, Three different events going on this weekend, and uh, there was a week. Uh, last weekend was the um, the Carlisle events over in Lakeland, and I hope everybody had a chance to go check that place out because uh, our good friends at Carlisle events do a very very good job. They're twice a year here in Florida. Rumor has it there might be a third one, but we don't know yet. But anyway, let me give you an update of what's going on here in the next couple of weeks. Okay, obviously, in two weeks is the St. Pete Grand Prix, and uh, in three or four weeks. I'm going to say the middle of the third week in March is always the 12 hour of Sebring. This weekend is the National Mustang Racing Association in or at Bradenton Motorsports. Now, Bobby, you know what I'm going to need you to do? I forgot to tell you a little earlier was to queue up the da 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 thing because we have a radio show giveaway. We have some tickets. So it's time to roust up all the collars. Okay, we'll do that in a second. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. You can give us a call here at studio at 727-441-3000. That's 727-441-3000 or 1-866-826-1340. You know, I, gotta read, I have to have my glasses on to read that one. But anyway, so uh, what we have, excuse me, <coughs> what we have is tickets to the National Mustang Racing Association. Two tickets this time. Give us a call here at studio. And then I also have tickets for next weekend event. The National Muscle Car Association race down in Bradenton Motorsports. Now, I will be at the National Mustang Racing Association event this weekend on Saturday with uh, a number of my good Ford friends. Okay, because Ford rules. Big shout out to Carl Flammer Ford tonight since we stopped into this afternoon. Right, Bobby? We and did. We did. We did. And not to mention, you know, not to leave out our good friends over there at Walker Ford, but we did stop at Carl Flammer. And uh, you know what they had on the floor? They had a 2004, 2005 Ford GT, and it was our colors. It was blue. Yes, Ford blue, that is. Our uh, business colors, which for Gulfstream Motorsports is dark blue. If you ever visit our website, you can see it's got blue background. And um, that was a real pretty car, and no stripes on it. A gorgeous car. But another car that they had up there at Carl Flamel Ford was a, um, was a uh, uh, Pro Touring 67 Mustang, done very, very, very nicely. Uh, they had uh, coilovers on the rear, nice set of big stickies on the back, some nice deep dish wheels, offset, stick shift, of course. You have to have three pedals to be a cool car. Automatics, well, hey, they call them sissy shifters for a reason. 
And uh, granted, they might be a little faster, not faster, just quicker because the shifts are quick. Doesn't mean they're faster. Okay. So, but if you want the real thrill, get that real thrill, real thrill of driving a cool car, you got to have the third pedal and you got to shift. Okay. Sorry, guys. That's just the way it is. Um, anything that has an automatic, as far as I'm concerned, is a spec racer. And we've talked about that with IndyCar, with NASCAR, with, uh, you know, Formula One's almost getting to be that way, which is sad. And, uh, you know, too many rules, too many regulations. And uh, we had Pete Brock on a couple of weeks ago, and nothing, nothing. If you guys want to go back to the old days, Can-Am racing is where it was at. No rules. Just all experimentation, all just, uh, you know, research, trial and error, innovation. That's what Can-Am racing was all about. That's what racing was all about. If you want to have rules, then you group rules. You set them up to where, all right, you set parameters for classes. And then you put the cars in the classes. But then, in the true spirit of racing, no rules, unlimited. There should always be an unlimited class. Even in GT racing, they got prototype and prototype uh, L1, LMP, LM1, and all that other good stuff. That's fine. No rules. Don't believe in rules. Safety should be the only rule. Safety, safety, safety. Cannot overemphasize safety. And... um. But anyway, and then, of course, next weekend is the event that we all look forward to here in Florida, and that is Amelia Island. You've got the concourse, which is on Sunday. But leading up to the concourse, the kickoff is Hollywood Wheels Auctions and Shows. That's who I do some work with, and we will have a gentleman on from Hollywood Wheels here in a few minutes. And uh, that's our good friends over there at Hollywood Wheels Auctions and Shows. They're putting on three events this year. Three events. Actually, four, I guess you could say. So we've got the Hollywood Wheels Auction, which is the Amelia Island Auto Retro which is the all-Porsche sports car sale on Friday between 4 and 6 p.m. And then on Saturday, Amelia Island Select, which will have 85 amazing classics. So if you get a chance, visit the website, hollywoodwheels.com. Don't forget to check that out, okay? And uh, you can see some pretty cool cars. Now, on Friday, typically what they do is they have a follow-up banquet party, kind of like type thing, or a gala, okay? And uh, But this year, we're doing something completely different. This is Mike's idea. i got to give Mike a lot of credit. Mike Flynn Jr. is a pretty innovative guy. And uh, and he's always on the move, always innovative, always thinking, always moving forwards. Well, there's this thing called the Chill Lounge, and it's kind of a neat little party, I don't know, I guess you would say layout, for lack of a better word. But what they do is they bring in entertainment. They bring up food. It's very exclusive. It's kind of almost like a private party. Okay, there's uh, lounge chairs. It's very, very, it's a very intimate and comfortable setting, especially in the evenings. They actually do this in Sarasota, and they do it in St. Petersburg. And uh, so this year they're doing the Chill Lounge, okay? And they're teaming up with Festivals of Speed. Now, Festivals of Speed will be Saturday. We'll have our Festival of Speed up there at Amelia Island at the Omni Plantation Resort, by the way. This is all takes place at the Omni Plantation Resort on the fairways. And uh, then there'll be another little gathering after the auction on Saturday afternoon. Now, prior to that, on Friday, the Porsche Works Reunion, that's the Porsche Club of North America, will be having their Porsche Works Reunion, which I think the last count was something like 650, 700 cars will be there. Okay, so that's a lot of cars. And uh, how are we doing there, Bobby? Uh, Caller one message, caller two message. Caller one message, caller two message. Okay, well, that's why I have a gift to Gab. But so, I, I'll tell you what we we'll, like to move on here a song or yeah we'll all right, gab me, some more <laughs> all right I'll gab for a second here I'll just I'm finishing up the 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 events okay for the week and um, so at any rate uh, we're looking forward to that okay so the Porsche Works reunion which is on Friday now don't forget 
at Amelia Island at the Ritz. You need to check out the Amelia Island concourse schedule because there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of ride and drives up there. So if you've ever wanted to drive a Mercedes, ever wanted to drive a Jaguar, ever wanted to drive an Aston Martin, ever wanted to drive a Porsche, just go up there. You sign and drive. You can't go fast. They don't turn you loose by yourself, but you get to drive a car. So a car of your choice. Could be a 911, could be a Panorama. Uh, if you're an Aston Martins, it could be, you know, a Vantage, it could be a Rapide. Uh, if you want to buy a Mercedes, it could be the big 600, the S-Class, it could be an SL, it could be an SLR. It could be anything there, okay? And Jaguar, same thing. could be driving a new Jaguar SUV or it could be driving a Jaguar Sport Coupe or Sedan. At any rate, that's where you want to go. Now, they also have the symposiums, the seminars, okay? They've got one on Friday, I believe, which is about Japanese race cars, hosted by Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla is a well-known comedian, but he's also a vintage racer, and he's heavy into Japanese cars. He owns a lot of Paul Newman race cars, okay, a lot of the Datsun. I think he's also got one of Pete Brock's BRE Datsuns. So Pete Brock will be there, and a number of guys that race Japanese cars successfully in the 60s and 70s, okay? There's another era or another symposium going on, and they're going to be talking about, again, as usual, race cars and stuff like that. But it's definitely entertaining. It's definitely worth checking out. You'll also have uh, vendors there selling uh, vintage racing memorabilia, like racing suits, racing helmets, gloves, vintage patches. Uh, there'll be uh, book vendors there selling uh, vintage books from uh, you know famous uh, automobile authors. If you collect diecast cars, there'll be guys there selling diecast cars. There'll be artists there selling their wares. There will be uh, people selling vintage car parts, particularly to uh, you know like well, maybe some old racing parts, something that got crashed off an ex race car or something like that. There'll be you know if you're into vintage wood steering wheels, fog lights, uh, badges. Uh, just unique things for vintage European cars. So there's just all kinds of people there. Uh, not to mention all the celebrities, all the car guys, all the racers and everybody. Because that's just, you know, people just, the whole weekend is coming and going. Nothing but people that are the who's who in the automotive world, in the whether it's in development, whether it's racers, whether it's current racers, whether it's uh, guys that were innovative back in the day, whether it was uh, manufacturers, could be Ford Motor Company, Porsche, Someone from Shelby, um, Ferrari, Alfa Romeo, Jaguar, Aston Martin. Could be anybody, you know. Um, Chaparral, Jim Hall might be walking around. You just never know. The Woods Brothers were there last year. I think this year they got Don Gardless is going to be there. and A number of people that were, you know, well-known racers out of the day. So if you follow racing, particularly if you're into vintage racing, you definitely want to make a point to stop by there. Oh, yeah. This is the 50th anniversary of the Chevrolet Camaro slash Z28, so there's going to be a uh, special display on the show field on Sunday for uh, all you Camaro guys. So you got, you got the nostalgic action, I should say. That's kind of cool. A good way to put it. The nostalgic action is taking place down at the Ritz. The contemporary action is taking place up at the Omni Plantation. Now, having said all that, let's see. I think I covered it. St. Pete Grand Prix, the National Mustang Race Association, National Muscle Car Association, down in Bradenton, Amelia Island, and the 12-hour Sebring. And, oh, yeah. Did it say the St. Pete Grand Prix next weekend? St. Pete Grand Prix is not this coming weekend, but in two weeks. Now, with a little luck, we may have Dario Franchitti coming on. And, of course, Dario Franchitti is a well-known IndyCar driver, very successful. He's a, a, a multi-IndyCar champion. Okay, so we're looking forward to having him on the show. And uh, But he's in Scotland right now. Now, he will be here next weekend for the race, and he will be doing some commentating. So with a little luck, we will either have him live on the show or we will get an opportunity to pre-interview him 
And then we will uh, air the show, air the interview. So, anyway, hey, Bob, how are we doing so far? Well, we have a song. Hey, why don't we go well, play I some mean, I mean, call her, oh, for yeah. our, call her for our ticket. We already took, for, took okay, care of that. Okay, we have but... no more call. Okay, good. Now, here's the deal. Now, the, the little clip that I played at the beginning of the show was from the movie, which was out in the 70s, and I remember seeing it. It was called The Hot Rod. And it was kind of a cool old clip. Now, if you paid attention there towards the end, and I might do this, Bobby, you know, at the end, because the guy that, the, the hitchhiker that he picked up at the beginning was kind of a radio studio kind of disc jockey kind of guy. And I think at the very end, what we should do is we should cut out the radio uh, station plug they have, the uh, and throw in WTA. And what do you think we should you think we should do that? We'll just modify it just for a second. Well, we... see if there's someone out there who can do vintage sounding jingles, you need to give us a call here because <laughs> we want it. We want one that sounds like that. Yeah, but has WTAN, yeah, WDCF, yeah. WZHR. Well, I know, it, I know so. the perfect guy, Bill. We need to get Billy, yeah. Billy the Burnout. Yeah, we need to get Billy back. Okay. Anyway, hey, so we're going to play a cool song now. This is not an old song. This is a group called Alalas, and I believe they're out of California. And they kind of do a real good um, rendition of some early 60s surfer music, okay? In fact, I mean, if you look at one of their videos, the guys have been using some early, uh, I'm not sure if they're early, but they look like a Fender Jagmaster, and a Fender Strat, and a Fender P-Bass. And of course, you know me, I'm a guitar guy. So, and uh, the first time I heard this song, um, when, I, when I travel, and a lot of times I take a rental car, I always tune into Station 21 on uh, Satellite. And it's called Little Stevens Underground. And they play some really cool, wicked music. Uh, some late 50s, 60s, early 70s stuff. And again, it's kind of obscure. You know, it's, it's, it's often mainstay bands, but it's not the mainstay songs. It's kind of like the flip side of a 45 or the last song on an LP or something like that. But uh, very, very good music sometimes. So uh, here's a song that I heard... Um, uh, a while back while I was uh, traveling and listening to Little Steven's Underground. So there's a plug for Little Steven, but uh, check out the songs. Cool. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and this song is called Catamaran. Enjoy.
listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey guys, this is Robert from Nostalgic Rating Cars, and you know I dig stuff out of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a shop in town specializing in vintage, retro, mid-century collectibles. Everything from toys, games, pinball machines, video games, fashion items, TV lunch boxes, slot cars, models, and more. Bobby, what's the name of that store? The, the Cool Shop. Shop. Yes, located at 9265 Seminole Boulevard in Seminole, Florida. Give them a shout, 727-201-9489. TheCoolShop.com. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car's been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Hey, this is Tammy Edelbrock, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and uh, thanks, Cammy. And from what I understand, Cammy is back working for Edelbrock, which is rightfully where she belongs. So we're going to have Cammy on here probably in uh, well within the next uh, month or so. Any rate, so uh, what did we do? Who did we see in the last week? That we oh yeah, need to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, some potential sponsors and uh, just kind of places of interest, you know, for our listeners. Hey, if you guys uh, listen to the uh, station here on Saturdays, there's a radio show called The Grease Gurus. I actually like that that song, that name, and it says, uh, "If you tune into the show, they will help you find your inner grease." I yep. like that. I like right that. Right on 10 a.m. Yeah. Okay. So a big shout out to. Uh, Tim Gibson or Tim Del Toro, is he, that's his alias, I guess, on the radio show. And uh, so, Tim, if you're listening, we stopped by his shop today, and he was working on some stuff, and he showed us his race car that he wadded up at uh, Bradenton a few weeks ago. So, uh, and he walked away miraculously, of course, you know. And again, this is what I was telling you guys: I cannot put enough emphasis on. Sure, racing, pure racing, is unlimited; anything goes. But the most important thing that you can do is build your car safe. You know what? It doesn't pay to cut a corner or two to make the car a little lighter because when that car does crash, and if ten, if you listen to his TV show or his radio show on 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 Saturdays at ten o'clock, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, he was talking about it. You know, he got downed two thirds of the way. He thought he was he was coming through the traps almost at the light, and all of a sudden the car just started going sideways on him, and it just spun end over end over end over end. And he was very very lucky he didn't hit the wall. He didn't tag the wall. He just went down the middle, and uh, you know it was out of his control. And he only had minor injuries, okay? So, again, safety first. Build the car as strong and stout as possible. You know, if you're a little bit, if you'd be a little short in the power department, that's fine. Just learn to get off the line a little quicker, okay? And um, 
don't boil the tires, you know, just launch that baby and go and hang on, you know, and, and, and it's, you know, drag racing's an art and it's not as easy as everybody thinks it is. I mean, sure, if you're running a 12, you know, a, a 14 to 12 second car, eh, that's a no brainer. You start getting a 10 seconds and below, you better hang on. You better know how to keep that car straight because they will wander on you a little bit. You know, you got now aerodynamics do come into play. So, uh, Anyway, um, big shout out to Tim, and uh, don't forget to check out Pal Joey's a new pizza point pizza pizza. Here we go again, pizza parlor, right? That's it. Bobby? Yes, pizza Pal- place at seventeen ninety one South Highland Avenue. Call them at seven two seven two two three nine one eight three. Yes. Okay. Hey, it's time to introduce our first special guest for the evening. This is my good friend and longtime friend and founder of Hollywood Wheels Auctions and Shows. Welcome to the show, Mike. How you doing? Hey, Robert, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Pretty good. Did I say that right? Did we go by Hollywood Wheels Auctions and Shows? Is that the best way to introduce ourselves or yourself or you? I think Hollywood Wheels, yeah, Auctions and Shows. I think we're uh, we're expanding on the show side, so we can keep that in there. And we've been steadily progressing on the auction side, so I think that's, uh, that's okay. Okay, good. So tell us what you got planned for next week. Well, it's the... Uh, and you could probably help me on this. Is it the 22nd year of the Amelia Island Concours? Yes, 22nd year. That's it. 22nd year. And uh, we know that is, you know, they say second to Pebble Beach. Um, and obviously we know Mr. Warner puts on a great show. Uh, we've came to the island, I think, what, five years ago when we first launched in with Festivals of Speed. And, you know, then the second year uh, we launched in with our, with our Amelia Island Select Auction and, the following year, we added the uh, all Porsche sports car auctions. So we're four years, believe it or not, we're four years into uh, doing an auction on that weekend. It's uh, amazing how fast time goes. Yes, and every year it gets better and better, right? Keeps expanding. I mean, you know, you and I, and, and you know, obviously we go all these cars events. We've been going to Pebble Beach and Scottsdale and these places for years, and we've seen them go from a a one-day show to a two-day show. Now they're over a week, a week and a half, and, you know, Amelia is, is just following suit. They're literally, uh, you know, we started expanding five years ago when we went up there, and it's opened the door for other auction houses and, and stuff to continue to grow. And, hey, this year, and and I know, I know Robert, you're a big Porsche guy, uh, we got the work for Union coming, and, and that's, uh, that's going to be some exciting, exciting stuff. Yes. Speaking of Porsches, what are some of the highlights at the Auto Retro auction? Um, well, you know, we start off with some of your love, some of the early uh, pre-A 356s. We have a great, uh, oh, actually we have two uh, pre-As. We have a, uh, a, a, a coupe with a goldie top, which is a sliding roof. Uh, we have a cab. Um, 53 pre-A cab, but we also have a real early borderline pre-A 1955 Speedster, uh, literally, uh, you know, straight out of the James Dean era. When James Dean's uh, first started racing, I think was around the 55 Speedster before he moved to the Spider, wasn't it? Yep, that's it. Yeah, so we have some early cars all the way up through the 80s, and, you know, those 80 cars are really... We're going to pick up steam, the 80 turbo cars, but we have some really, really cool um, low mileage. We have a, I think it's an 87 um, cab with like 4,000 original miles, a white car with burgundy inside. We have uh, another 80s uh, Targa 
which is a paint to sample car. It's like a tealish blue um, car with 8,000 miles. And, uh, you know, we have a GT2 or GT3. You know, we literally have, you know, a little bit of something for everybody. You know what's interesting is we also have a 944 Turbo, and I was kind of looking around, and what surprised me is how those cars have now suddenly gained in popularity and gained in value. I mean, we're talking, you know, the estimate on the car that we have is fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000, and I thought that that was mind-blowing, but when I started looking around, that's the norm. Well, first off, you know, th- those are the cars that they didn't really save or thought to collect. And obviously, the turbo was the more special of, of the 944s. This example happens to be a 9,000 original mile car. And, you know, I was down uh, over the weekend at a Porsche event in Miami, and, and uh, you know, our Porsche friend, Mangus Walker, was down there. And, you know, as he was looking at the um, – talking, came and we started talking about the auction. He's actually coming up to spend four nights at the Omni, and he's going to be, obviously, at our auction and, and at the you know, Orchard Union. But – one of the cars he gravitated to was that was that 944 because those are cars that these guys are now, you know, they're looking for to put into these collections. And, you know, to find them, you know, I guess, you know, still in that condition or shape or quality, they're, they're, they're few and far between. And it's just the value of them has just continuously creeped up because they're sort of the, you know, the lost soul that now people are back looking for them. And when they find them, they either – you know, we'll pay a lot of money to get one in that condition or, you know, they're finding them and they're spending the money on them to restore them. So they're, uh, you know, they're very, very sought after now. And, and even the 914s, uh, you know, and, and the 914, obviously the 914.6, I mean, that car's continuously climbed right up the ladder also. Two other cars that we have that are actually um, sought after, they're not Porsches, but we have a 900-mile 79 Volkswagen and it's uh, there's a special name for it. I can't remember off, but there was a, a special name. It's a black, black on black Volkswagen with 900 miles. It comes out of an actual Volkswagen collection. That's an interesting car. Yeah, that car is that car actually. The gentleman that, that consigned that car, um, he literally has every color of those Super Beetles um, that they made during those years, and he has them all with less than uh, 100 miles on them. And that car is. You know, I don't know if he had doubles of it or what, but that's uh, a pretty special car that came out of his collection. I think we also have a Carmen Ghia. Yes. It's a one-owner 15,000 original mile car, and you could probably tell me better, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that car is like a 73 or 74, but that was like a one-owner low-mileage car, not quite like the Volkswagen with uh, 900 miles, but still 15,000-mile Carmen Ghia is pretty cool. And a paint-a-sample car, too, also. It was a two-tone. Unusual. Yeah, correct. Yeah, very uh, very special car. So you know, we we have a little bit of something for everything. Everybody, we have um, you know a great lineup of Porsches again this year. Uh, the Porsche market is is still alive and well. I think it's it's you know people say well it's down a little. I think it's just uh, maybe settled after chasing the Ferrari market, but the enthusiasm um, you know. We brought the uh, works reunion to Amelia, and you know it was our second year uh, out in Monterey with the works reunion after they broke away from Legends of the Autobahn, and you know we were at like 1,100 cars on the second year, and we were hopeful to have three to 500 
launching the first ever works on the East Coast at Amelia Island on on the special weekend of the Concours. Uh, but we're over 700 cars in climb, and 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 I think we're probably going to be closer to eight to 900 cars. I mean, when I was down at that uh, event in Miami, that DOS uh, Ren Truffin, you know, there was I think 300 and some Porsches, and you know me, I was down there uh, pimping early, and and literally talked to about every single car as they were coming in, and out of 300 Porsches, Robert, that I handed out our trifold to maybe 10 people weren't able to make it and literally everybody else I talked down there too, including the Mangus walkers and, and a lot of, a lot of well-known Porsche people, but everybody's coming to Amelia for this, uh, uh, works reunion. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be something. Well, and I've got to admit, and you deserve all the credit, Amelia Island, Hollywood wheels, auto retro is positioned perfectly well. Well, you know, and, and I thank you for that. What we've done, I think, is we took a very special weekend that Bill Warner's created, and, and we've just added our passion and, and helped build what, you know, what leads up to the Sunday event. And, you know, we kind of followed suit, and I know you and I have talked about it for years, and we've talked about the uh, car culture on the West Coast, and, and, you know, we really need to build and bring – not only to the East Coast, but to Florida. It's a home game. You know, for you and I, it's a home game. And mm-hmm. to have, first off, to have the Amelia Island Concours in our state is is very special, uh, especially when it's compared to second to none to, to, uh, to Pebble Beach on the West Coast. But now to bring this Porsche event and, and have all this stuff happening right here in the state of Florida, uh, it, it's exciting. You know, and you know, I had my part in it, but collectively, I think what we did is we just opened up the opportunity to a lot of car people and brought to the attention of this weekend. And it's, you know, it's took on a life of its own. Now it's, it's building and growing and building and growing. And you know, I really can't wait to see what the next couple of years bring. I think that um, it's going to be special. You were instrumental in bringing the new uh, highlight for Friday evening. And that is the chill lounge. Tell us a little bit about that. The Chill Lounge is, is a very special event, and, and I'm sure the listeners, uh, you know, in, in the area has either seen, heard, or, or experienced. It's been going on for about nine years, and uh, I actually have been watching it for about four years, and I took some time to go down and, and experience a couple of their um, events. It's a, uh, it's, a, it's a very, it's a combination of music and fashion and almost a circus allay type of an atmosphere everything from brazilian brazilian uh, zamba dancers to stilt walkers to fashion show to music it's very high energy it's almost like a south beach miami festive type of an event and um you know i i've i really like the event and i want it to you know i always like keep things fresh and keep things growing so in my festival speed side we do these jetport parties and they're great and we have a lot of a lot of stuff going and my idea was is to bring in the chill lounge into the festival speed to keep it fresh and expand and grow so what i did is is you know i was took the time and we sat out and we came up with a a deal to partner and and to put those two events together well not only put them together at the five other locations in which we do festival speed between Miami and Orlando and 
Lake County up at Mission Inn, which is coming up, I think, the week after Amelia, and, and even St. Pete. But we're bringing it, you know, now we're bringing that with our Festival Speed event and our auction to Amelia on this weekend. And it's all part of what you and I have talked about for years. It's just like Pebble. It's going to grow. It's going to continue. It's fresh. It's exciting. And it gives people an opportunity um, to experience something different. They do a great party uh, Friday or Saturday night up there. It's a black tie event, very formal. This is more of a, a more ship, uh, chic, uh, relaxed type of an atmosphere with a lot of things to watch while you enjoy the evening. Um, it's constantly moving and evolving, and it's you know it's music, it's fashion, uh, a lot of styles. So we're excited. We're bringing it to the Omni. Uh, it's going to be a Friday night event. Um, we, we always hosted a Friday ballroom party uh, with live music and stuff. So this is more of a outdoor, indoor type of a deal. But uh, we're excited. And, and, you know, we look forward going into next year to expand it and bring in the, uh, the Circus Olay. It's actually called Circus the Chill. And I want to expand it to Friday and Saturday night. And then that way... The people that are there for the weekend, uh, it's just another event, another thing to do, another place to be. And you know, we're really trying to make the Omni the place to be seen because we know the Ritz and we know Bill's event on Sunday is the place to be. But we want to make the Omni the place to be seen leading up to um, the big show on Sunday. That's the trick. That's the trick. Well, you've done a great job. Mike, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show this evening for a few minutes and telling us a little bit about what's going on, which... Obviously, I've been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. But anyway, we're looking forward to the big event next week. And I will tell everybody to check out HollywoodWheels.com. That's our website, right, Mike? And you got it. Uh, And, uh, hey, you need to put Amelia Island on your bucket list. Mike, I will see you there. Actually, I'll see you tomorrow at work. So, But anyway, Mike, okay. thanks for coming on. All right, take care, Yeah, buddy. no worries at all. Hey, thank you, Robert and Bobby. And, and you guys are doing a great job. We always appreciate you to give us a shout-out. Appreciate being on the show. We'll see you, sir. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, well, we got our other guest on in, uh, hold right now, but I want to give a big shout-out to our friends over at uh, Bay City Signs. So if you need a sign, you need a poser, you need a banner or anything like that, business cards, give uh, our friends over at Bay City Signs a call. Their number is 813-886-4440. That's 813-886-4440. Now, it's time to introduce our next guest for the evening. This gentleman is the, the editor for the fastest streetcar magazine. Of course, this weekend is the National Mustang Association racing event, and next week is the National Muscle Car Association racing event. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, Steve Bauer. You there, buddy? Hello, how are you? So, hey, tell us what you got going on, all right, this weekend. Well, uh, th- this year is our, our season kickoff to the uh, NMRA season. It's the spring break shootout uh, at Bradenton Motorsports Park. Uh, we've been doing it uh, since 1999 or so. And um, looking forward to another exciting uh, event with lots of uh, Mustangs and enthusiasts and racing. Excellent. Now, you write for the Fastest Streetcar Magazine. So tell us a little bit about that magazine real quick. You're the editor. Fastest Streetcar. Yeah, yeah, I'm the editor. Fastest Streetcar Magazine is a pro-media publication, and it covers the NMCA Racing Series as well as the NMCA West Racing Series, which we do out in California. And we also cover the Chevrolet Performance Challenge Series, which is the four-race series that we put, help put together with uh, Chevrolet Performance and a number of other great sponsors. 
And then in addition to that event coverage in the book, we also include feature articles on cars, drivers, spotlight interviews on people in our, in our market, whether it's a crew chief or um, manufacturer, president, or something like that. And then we also do technical articles as well uh, with installs and stuff like that. Okay. So now, if people want to get a hold of this magazine, how do they go about doing it? Is this an online deal? Is this a, a print magazine that they can pick up, or is it both? It's both. It's been in print um, for a long time now, and we've got a digital version as well. Uh, you can go to nmcadigital.com and sign up for a subscription there, uh, whether you want a digital or a print uh, copy. Okay. So this weekend, who are some of the highlights? What are some of the bad-to-the-bone cars that are going to be there? Well, the Spring Break Shootout, being the kickoff event, um, we, we have a number of regular NMRA classes that we have there. Heads-up racing, bracket racing, index racing. The Spring Break Shootout is unique in that we have a heads-up class based on our True Street class. Our True Street is average Mustang enthusiasts. They drive their cars to the track. They go on a 30-mile cruise. And then they come back and they make three back-to-back passes after just a short cool-down. They can't touch anything under the hood. Um, and it's, you know, a real test of man, machine, and uh, mastering the track, as it will, because the streetcars are pretty tough on the racing surface. Now, is, so this then, a, is this something new? Or is this something they've been doing for a while? This has been going on pretty much since the inception of the event. Oh, really? Okay. And, yeah. And with we take the, the top qualifiers out of uh, the true street class basically that class you're racing yourself you're trying to get the fastest three times you can we give awards for the the quickest car the runner-up and then we break it down into the person who runs closest to 9.00 seconds in the quarter 10.00 seconds in the quarter and so on down to 15 seconds i think and what we do is we take the the, the top guys in the class, and we put them in a heads-up shootout on Sunday. And it, it brings in uh, a lot of cars from all over the country just racing for that heads-up race on Sunday. And it's more bragging rights than anything else. And, you know, it's pretty impressive. We've got seven, eight-second cars uh, regularly that run the class. Interesting. Now, you're running the full 1320, right? That is correct. Okay. We do have a class uh, called Street Outlaw yeah. that runs the eighth-mile uh, distance, and um, it, it's representative of some other classes that are out there. Uh, you know, the racers came to us and said, you know, most of our cars are set up to run eighth-mile at these other places, and we made the decision a couple years ago to make it an eighth-mile distance just for that class to you know, make it easier for the racers so they didn't have to change their combination going from sanction to sanction, race to race. Okay, yeah, because... Uh, everything, everything else is quarter mile. Okay, yeah, because an eighth-mile eighth car is going to have a real set of short gears in it. You know, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So do you do any racing yourself? I haven't done any racing in a long time, unfortunately. Uh, you know, when, when you're heading the ship, it's tough to get to the track. Gotcha. Uh, and most... Most of my projects have been uh, in process, you know, under construction for several years now. But I, I've, I've been going to Bradenton, uh, you know, I moved down to Florida in 1992, and that's pretty much what we did on a weekly basis was go down to the racetrack and 
take our cars back then. But uh, it, it's been a few years since I've I've gotten behind the wheel myself, but I'm looking to change that in the next year here. Okay. Are you uh, so? What do you do? Do you bleed Ford blue, or are you one of those bow tie guys? Uh, you know, I, I like anything that's fast, anything that's powerful. Okay. You know, when I when I was a kid, it was exotic cars. Uh, as I got into my teenage years, it, it was muscle cars. And I spent uh, a number of years uh, in the business uh, writing for Mustang magazine. So, I, you know, I, I, I've had quite a few of those. But um, I think if you look at the list of cars that I've owned, it's pretty split evenly between Ford and GM. Okay. That's cool. Are you more of a vintage guy, or do you like uh, kind of contemporary the uh, contemporary hot rods or cars? I, I like them both. You like I them like both? them both. Good, 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 <laughs> yep. good. Um, where'd you move down from? Ohio. Ohio. Oh, okay. So let's see. What's up there? Thirty nine. Is that Drag Race thirty nine? That's up there in Ohio, isn't it? Someplace? Isn't that the one? Dragway forty two. Oh, forty two. I'm sorry. You were, you were close. close. <laughs> I was close. I was only off by three. Uh, yep. And. Uh, I used to race at uh, Thompson Raceway, Thompson Dragway, I think it is actually, in Thompson, Ohio, Northeast Ohio. And uh-huh. we, I, I've been to Norwalk, which is where we have one of our NMCA races. Okay. I've been to National Trail in Columbus, which is where we have another of our NMRA races. Um, I haven't been to Dragway 42 since I was a, a, a little kid with when my dad was racing, though. Okay. Hey, you know, I know it's a big Mustang thing this weekend, but uh, just a big shout-out to some of the Chevrolet Bowtie guys. is uh, It's the 50th anniversary of the Z28, isn't it, this year? Yeah, yeah, definitely is, uh, and the Camaro, I believe. Yeah, so um, or the Camaro, rather. So basically, are at the NMCA, which is National Muscle Cars, are you guys going to do anything special for the Chevrolet guys? We promotion? don't have anything special planned just for that. Um we might look into doing something with the Chevrolet Performance Challenge Series when that kicks off uh, at our Bowling Green event. Mm-hmm. But um, our NMCA event season opener in Bradenton, uh, which is the following week after the NMRA race, yeah, uh, we were bringing in a new stock, super stock uh, class that uh, should be pretty well received. We've got a lot of feedback from races that wanted to, you know, they run those classes in the NHRA and IHRA, and, you know, they wanted to come race with us. They heard some good things about what we do and, and how we run things, and uh, we're going to give them a home and a place to race. Okay, super. Now, let me ask you this. The NMRA, okay, which is the mm-hmm. Mustang deal, was that first and then the NMCA kind of like evolved secondly, or did they both come around at the same time? Uh, it is kind of an interesting question. Uh, our, our comp- parent company, Pro Media, started the NMRA, um, back in 99. Okay. And the NMCA name has been around for 30 years. Oh, has it? Um, yeah, it, it changed a bunch of owners, um, in, in its early days. And then I think Pro Media has owned it for the last seven years, I believe. Um, and... So it's kind of new to the company, but um, the name has been around for a long time. Okay. Well, Steve, we're just about up against the clock, so why don't you give uh, the NMRA and NMCA, give everybody the uh, web information and the race information real quick, and then uh, we'll see you at the racetrack. Yeah, the NMRA kicks off uh, this Friday uh, at Bradenton Motorsports Park, and it runs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then the following weekend, um, the 10th, 11th, and 12th, We'll have the NMCA season opener at Bradenton also. 
And you can, if you can't make it down to the race, you can uh, check uh, our website for daily uh, updates. Okay. From the and from the track uh, at nmradigital.com and nmcadigital.com. And don't forget to check out the fastest streetcar magazine, right? Absolutely. All right, Steve. Well, thank you very much. I want to thank my special guest this evening, Steve Bauer, editor for the Fastest Streetcar Magazine, and uh, also with NMRA and NMCA. In the meantime, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgic Reading Cars. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. If you missed any of our past shows, check out our archive page, Nostalgic Reading Cars. Don't forget to tell your friends to tune in every Tuesday night between 7 and 8 p.m. for the most fascinating and legendary names in motorsports. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at NRC on Air. And check out our YouTube channels. And we will see you at some of the races. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. I don't mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. WCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen. Listen.